Thanks for making the choice to join us now for Until All Have Heard from the Far East Broadcasting Company. My name is Wayne Shepard. Our host is Ed Cannon. Ed is the president of FEBC and has been for a dozen or more years now. And great to have this time together, Ed. Always a privilege to be with you, Wayne. You have roots in Chicago. Yep. And I live in Chicago. Yep. And we have many great friends in the Chicagoland area, including many great pastors, Mm -hmm. including the one you're going to speak with today. When I was working at Moody, Wayne, uh, I became fast friends with Pastor James Ford, we ended up putting his program on the radio and still on the radio at it Moody is, yeah. to this day with, a, yeah. with a great following. Uh, what's unique about Pastor—well, there's a lot of things unique about Pastor Ford, but his church is in an area that is really a difficult place to serve, gripped with crime, lots of problems in that neighborhood. But they are a beacon of light in a very, very dark place in Chicago. And I'm going to tell you what. The way they reach out to the community, their people are out on the streets talking about Jesus, mm-hmm. offering help to people. They're bringing really developmentally challenged and physically challenged kids into their church and trying to teach them the things that the schools can't teach. And he's preaching the gospel and they're upbeat. It is an absolutely amazing church. In a way, it reminds me of FEBC in that we're trying to take the gospel to the least reached. Sure. And by our definitions, places where there's no church or, you know, they're steeped in false religions. But he is there, right there on the south side of Chicago and doing a, an absolutely amazing job. Yep. Well, we have a lot we can learn from Pastor Ford, and we're going to learn some from him right now because you got him on the phone recently to have this conversation. Well, I have the privilege today to be with one of my best friends in life, a longtime friend and co-laborer in the gospel of Jesus Christ, Pastor James Ford of Christ Bible Church, 79th and Coles. Do I remember that right? You have it correct. Yeah, it's a great church. I love yeah. going down there. I I went down there one day with my two young sons. They were 10 and 8 and 10, something like that. And we went down to that church and listened to you preach, Pastor Ford. And I had such a great time that day. And when I was driving in my car home, I said to the two kids, I said, guys, what'd you think about going to Pastor Ford's church? And my oldest son said, Dad, I have never been hugged by more women in all my life. <laughs> so, and, they, and they still remember that to this day. And they, oh, wow. And, and the ladies at your church made a marked difference to them. And they said to my two boys, they said, listen, you young men, I hope you appreciate the fact that your father's taking you to church. And uh, I, I think that, that meant a lot for them to hear that. And um, but yeah, amen. you and I've been friends since probably about early two thousands. Uh, I heard at your least. your preaching, and I was working at the Moody Bible Institute, and we said, "Listen, we got to get that guy in the radio. He uses more scripture when he speaks than anybody I've ever heard of." And so that was probably oh gosh, twenty years ago, wasn't it? And, and you're at, still at you're still on Moody Radio in prime time, aren't you, Pastor? Yes, I am. And it's a privilege uh, to be able to share the Word of God. And we have been friends. You know, uh, folk want to know uh, what draws people together. Mm. And I think you hit on it, Ed. You know, I'm thinking about Jonathan and David mm-hmm. and the relationship that they had one with another. Mm. And and someone from my assembly said, well, what drew them together? And uh, so here's what I shared with them. I said, remember when Jonathan and his armor bearer was at the bottom of the mountain, what did Jonathan say? 
hey, let's go up there and see if God will give us victory against these uncircumcised Philistines. Mm. And then what did David say when he was about to fight Goliath? Who is this uncircumcised Philistine? So the basis and the foundation of their friendship was their commitment to Yahweh God. The fact that, you know, the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And and I think that's what drew us together, uh, Brother Ed, the fact that uh, you love Jesus and I love Jesus. And... uh, we connected because of our love for Jesus Christ. That, that's what I think. So Paul said the same thing. Paul said, said to, uh, 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 I have no one like-minded. Now, you got to put your Greek glasses. Mm-hmm. And my cousin would say, you know, don't go around sharing Greek with everybody because <laughs> Greek is like your underwear. You know, you don't go around showing it. You just use it for support. Uh, but anyway, uh, what did David say? I have no one like-minded. He was talking about Timothy. But if you put on your Greek glasses, it's not the word noose, which is the Greek word for mind. It's the word suke. So the literal translation, with it, the best translation would be, I have no one like sold. Mm. And so that, I think that's you and I, brother. We, mm. we, we are soul brothers. Mm. You know, we connect soul to soul. We love Christ, our priorities uh, uh, for Christ. It's a Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first, not second, third, or fourth, the <laughs> kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Yeah. And so, you know, I think that uh, over the years, uh, as we have had opportunity to work together, to pray together, uh, you have... Uh, 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 Minister to me, I have ministered to you, yeah, and it's been iron sharpening iron. So, oh, wow. you know, I'm I'm grateful to God for for our friendship. Well, I am too, and I'll t- I'll take the fact that you call me a soul brother as the highest compliment I could possibly get. That's a a, a real blessing. You know, Pastor, I want to tell the folks on this on this podcast a little bit about your church and what you do. You're down there. I mentioned 79th and Coles. Uh, that's a neighborhood that's kind of steeped with a little bit of difficulty these days with all the gangs and and the the violence yeah. in Chicago. And and I have said yeah. hundreds of times, I said, God has planted you in that very place for this very time uh, because there's no, right. there's no solution to those problems apart from that which God alone can do. And I know that's your message I remember you telling me about inviting young men to come into the to the gym and play basketball and you said guns and hats on the table. Is that am I saying that correctly? That's right. Guns That's and right. hats on the table. That's right. And you'd have them down That's there right. playing basketball with one another and and I know you well enough to know that all the time they were shooting hoops, you were praying and preaching and and bringing them to a oh, place yeah. where they well, could we, we called it uh we called it Bible and basketball, B and B. And so the requirement was you had to come in for the Bible study in order to play basketball. Okay. And we would have sometimes 60, 70 uh, young men, and uh, they would be from three or four different gangs, which is why mm. we had them take their hats off, okay. and uh, we collected their bats and their guns. They'll be here. You can pick them up on your way out, but the only ones who are allowed to bang in here are the men who are 
working with you and playing basketball with you. So we had about uh, about 14 guys mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, you know, definitely all of us come from the street. And so, you know, we're able to relate to them and we let them know, you know, we ain't always been saved. So if there's going to be any fighting in here, we're going to do it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but uh, God was really, really, really doing some great things. And, you know, you know the community – uh, in which uh, God has us ministering is, is something else. Of the 77 communities uh, in uh, Chicago, there are 77 communities in in Chicago, uh, we had, uh, uh, oh, man, I tell you, it was just terrible. For three years in a row, we were the number one uh, murder uh, community in the city of Chicago. And uh, now I'm so grateful to be able to say, and, and not, you know, not just based on Christ Bible Church, but other churches that have come together, collaborate, praying on corners, passing out tracks. This summer we did things like go on the corner, pass out uh, cold water, cold pop, give out a track. Mm. talk to people about Jesus, mm. you know, we lifted them up. We just went out a couple Saturdays ago, and uh, two people made professions of faith in Jesus Christ. But you know what they call our community? What's that? Terror Town. Terror. Terror Town. Oh. Terror Town. That's oh. what they call it, Terror Town. Uh, but we're, we, want to, we want to see it change to Jesus Town, and, oh, and yeah. we're doing everything that God has uh, placed on our hearts to see that happen. We just opened up our Justice Center, and uh, it's our felt needs arm along with our feeding ministry and other ministries that we have. But this one now, this Justice Center, you can come and get uh, free uh, uh, counsel from oh. a lawyer. Oh. And so, you know, uh, you, know you can uh, uh, work on uh, your, uh, like if you have uh, uh, felonies against you, you can... Uh, work to get them expunged, uh, if you're being evicted. And that's the other dubious thing about South Shore. We're the number one community in terms of uh, evicting people from their homes. So so we're excited about that. We had our grand opening, and we didn't even advertise and had three clients come in. So we're excited about that. And then, uh, you know, Ed, we're going to be working with Moody, and uh, you're going to be able to come to Christ Bible Church, uh, and you can come uh, in present. Uh, presence or online, and uh, you'll be able to get your degree certificate, wow. and then it's layered. Yeah, and it's and it's with Moody. Of course, you opened the door for that, so wow, yeah. we're grateful for that. But you can get, uh, you can go all the way up to a doctorate, wow. uh, and that's because the people that are teaching for us, I have five uh, PhDs. They've earned their PhDs, and they're teaching in uh, what I call Maranatha Bible Institute, or MBI. Well, MBI, that's great. <laughs> yeah. I hope you'll invite me. I'd love to come to that one day and and, and oh, sh- yeah. share with those individuals how how much I appreciate you and that outreach in that community. You know, I've, I've learned a lot from you, and I, I use you as an example to some of our people uh, serving around the world. You know, I, I tell them they think that uh, America is such an easy place to do ministry. We've got churches on every corner and freedom and Christian radio stations all over the place. But I say, yeah, but there's examples, guys, just like Pastor Ford on the south side of Chicago, the terror district, as you call it. And uh, I share mm. with our guys that, look, it's, a, it's in these difficult times that God calls many people to himself 
who otherwise would never show up. Our staff in Ukraine, it's a horrible situation there now with the war. Many people are losing mm-hmm. family members. Their houses are being blown up. But, you know, we see more people coming to faith in those situations than we do uh, when life is comfortable and easy. And uh, that's a lesson I've learned. I've learned from you, Pastor. Use the difficult things in this life to shine the light on Jesus Christ and, and use those difficult things for the purpose of advancing his kingdom. Nobody that I know does that better than you do at Christ Bible Church at 79th and Coles. Well, well praise the Lord. Yeah. Just keep us in your prayers. You know, remember what Paul said in 1 Corinthians sixteen nine. He said, a great effectual door is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Oh, and conjunction, yeah. junction, what's your function? The function of a conjunction is to tie two phrases together. So then and is a complementary conjunction. It tells you it serves like an equal sign. So Paul says there is an effectual, a great effectual door opened. And hmm. so he's saying then that the opposition is concomitant to or equal to the opportunity. The greater the opportunity, the greater the opposition. And so we have to soldier up and begin to realize that this is an open door. Yeah. That 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 people, uh, you know, people who are going through things like this, not all of them, but they're looking for the answer. Yeah. And we have it. We have, as you said earlier, we have the only answer, answer. you know, Acts 4.12. There is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. And so we we want to, you know, what did Jesus do? You know, I ask the question sometime, uh, did everyone that Jesus healed accept him? No. Did everyone that Jesus feed accept him? No. Did everyone that Jesus preached to it? No. Then, then why did he do it? Because he ministered to their felt needs mm. so, they could, so he could give them their real need. Mm. Mm. And so felt needs is the avenue by which Jesus yeah. gets into the life of people. When he, when, you know, like Peter, remember? Peter yeah. left yeah. Jesus to go fishing. Yeah. Didn't yeah. catch anything. Yeah. Jesus shows up and, and he says, you didn't catch anything? You know, no. He said, children. I like that because they're grown men. Children. But why does he call them children? Because you're a child of God. Uh, even if you backslide, he's he's married to the backslider. So <laughs> children, have you any meat? It's a Dr. Phil moment. Yeah. Is what you're doing working for you? No. Okay. Cast your net on the other side. And they caught, caught 153 fish. So Jesus was showing them, you left me for fish, uh, but you didn't catch anything. Uh, and now I'll show up, and i show you where to get fish. And what did Peter do? What we need to do. He left the fish, jumped in the water, and swam to Jesus. You know, you left me for fish. You didn't find any. I showed you where the fish are. It was a supernatural remembrance. And you jumped in the water because now you don't need the fish. You know you only need me. And uh, when he went to the shore, what happened? Jesus had the fish uh, frying. He had the spaghetti and the coleslaw (laughs) and the red Kool-Aid in a mason jar. That, that that's cultural. That's cultural, Ed. That's yeah, cultural. Yeah, I get it. African Americans would say, "Yeah, right." And so he had. So he showed Peter the greatest thing we can do is have fellowship with him, and everything will flow out of that fellowship with him. 
So, so you pray for us, Ed, because, you know, I, know, I challenge our church all the time. I see four motivations in Scripture, four different motivations. I see discipline, duty, delight, and devotion. Discipline says I do what I do because I have to. Duty says I do what I do because I ought to. Delight says I do what I do because I want to. But devotion says I do what I do because I love Jesus. Oh, man. So I challenge our people all the time. Listen, what you need to do is this. We're all over the place. I know there are some things I do because I just don't want to be spanked by God. I know there's things that I do because I ought to do it. There are things I do because I want to do, but I want everything at that top level. I do what I do because I love Jesus. Wow. And I think that's another thing that draws us together. Yeah. Amen. Because we can we can feel our heartbeat. We're we're hogs. You know what a hog is? Someone who has <laughs> who who goes after the heart of God heart. sincerely. Well now I know and what it so, is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, I got to tell you what, you have ministered to me this morning. You have ministered to those of people listening to this podcast, and now I'm sure they all understand why I love you so much, Pastor. You just, God's Word exudes from your very being, and we absolutely love that. Uh, And it's great. You know what? We are in partnership. We are in partnership by taking God's Word to the least reached around the world. You do it on the south side of Chicago. Our guys are doing it in places like Thailand and China. But we're one in our commitment to the Great Commission. And that's why I love you so much, Pastor Ford. Amen. Great to be with you love this morning. You too, brother. I think there, people are going to want us to get together again for another one in the not-too-distant future. So we'll have to set up another time to talk. That sounds good to me. Well, Ed is right. You can see why we love Pastor James Ford so much. And Ed, uh, even since that phone conversation, you've spent extra time with Pastor Ford. What's the one takeaway you think from that conversation? Wow, that the power of the gospel is all we need to do great work for him no matter where it is. Mm. Well said. All right. That's it for this week's edition of Until All Have Heard. I hope you've enjoyed these uh, these programs. And if you have, we'd love to hear from you. You can reach us through our website, of course, febc.org. We have resources there that can help you pray for the various countries around the world where FEBC is ministering. There's some 50 of them. So take your pick and choose a country and specifically pray for them this week. Use the prayer target available at febc.org. I'm Wayne Shepherd. Thanks for listening. Our producer is Joe Carlson, and this has been a production of the Far East Broadcasting Company. Until all have heard.